Hello and welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How are you, Matt? But slightly less sore than last week. And Good. the recovery's going both okay. of us And both of us for somehow magically dodged Pax Pox and COVID. COVID and whatever else people were getting, probably Titus. All I had, I figured out, was dehydration because I walked that many kilometers I didn't drink enough water. That's... That's how I figured out. I was like, oh, I probably haven't drunk enough water. Drank a heap of water. Never felt better in my life. Thanks, water. It's crazy what water does. I know, yeah, it's insane. It's, it's pretty awesome that we've managed to, yeah, basically just dodge all the big bugs that are kicking around. Um, wait, you still you still haven't had COVID at all yet, have you? I have. Oh, you've had COVID, okay, so. But it was nothing for me compared to yeah, other you people. Yeah, you didn't get to double dip. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's still no COVID. Somehow, dodged no it. Still Coming from your line of work, somehow, how you've not got COVID is beyond me. Scientists um, I think be... I'm just superhuman. I think I, I, I need to be the what... alley. Yeah. I'm the, the think... alley from The Last of Us. I think, yeah, I think scientists need to just take you in and start, like, examining you and how the hell you've dodged <laughs> Can you... COVID I need someone to be my Joel, though. I need someone to make sure that just when they're about to cut me open and kill me, for, 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 for humanity's sake, that someone comes in Maybe, and shoot the well, joint up and save me. How about... How about we just text old Pedro and see what he's doing? He, he, he knows a bit about it now. Yeah. That's, that that shows finished recording. They're, they're good to go for up, season two. looked after small green monsters and small children. <laughs> uh, and didn't look after himself very well in a battle against the mountain. But, you know, you win some and you lose some. If he I'll wasn't a smug prick, he would have gotten through that one all right too. Anyway, um... And I guess, like, even referencing Ali and Pedro and all those sorts of things is kind of the, the core of what we're talking about here. We're talking about actors and specifically voice actors because it, this morning, basically, as of when we record this, Sunday morning for us, um, Helena Taylor, who is... Or Helena Taylor, I think it's Helena, though, um, who is the the voice actress behind... Was. Well, yeah, was, I guess. Was. The voice actress behind Bayonetta in Bayonetta 1 and 2. And I would imagine also her appearance in um, Smash Brothers, but, yeah. Smaller side, actually, no. It's probably Smash. Smash like, there's probably more people who bought that for uh, that game for Bayonetta than the people who actually bought Bayonetta one and two. But anyway, um, Smash is huge. So she put up a series of tweets. They're all just like videos, one after the other, yeah, in a thread. There it was basically highlighting the fact that she uh, people had already kind of noted that she wasn't the voice actress behind Bayonetta in Bayonetta three. That was Jennifer Hale, um, and that. She wasn't going to be in the role because apparently Platinum Games only offered her four thousand US dollars to to do the job. Um, and I guess the the conversation that we can kind of have around that is, well, how much are voice actors worth? And I'm sure if you've clicked, on, there's a number of people who probably clicked on this headline and gone, huh, "That's a snarky way to put it." We're not. We're just having like a, we're opening the floor up here for conversation. Um, before we go, I guess dive into the the wider, broader topic itself. What do you think of this whole situation? I assume you've checked out not just the first, but all I think it was three videos that she shared. Yes, yeah, three. So kind of outlining the situation. Yeah, so I think the first video for me was the big one. So the second and third ones they weren't like waste of time. It's just sort it was of context, more going yeah. into, go into the detail of the whole thing. But was it four thousand? You you know as much as me. Like, was it four thousand dollars for both games? Or no, no, it was, no, no. She's talking about it was four thousand dollars for this game. If she was so aggrieved by four thousand dollars, like every game she was doing, then I don't think she would have even done Bayonetta one. 
that's so I think it's like she might have been offered way more in previous games and then all of a sudden she's only been offered 4000 in this one and so she's gone no thanks I don't blame her depending on how much work you have to do for that $4,000 I mean the amount of dialogue spoken I don't know lights. how much yeah. I don't know how much there is in Bayonet or how big the game is but like she said she did seven and a half years of training for four thousand dollars yeah will smith gets like fifth or did we say did get 50 million 50 million a movie probably not anymore he's probably getting fifty dollars a movie now it's just yeah. all because of one slap but we're not talking about will smith <laughs> yeah we won't get to the slap now that's it's in the past um yeah, it's it's not a lot of money. Um, I mean, I won't I won't dare like put you in the spot, but like for me, four thousand dollars. Oh, I guess US. I don't know what that. Considering the current the current rate, it's probably close keep, to six thousand. Yeah, you keep talking. You keep talking. Um, I'll figure it out. One point six one is the current rate. So six thousand, six and a half thousand, nearly six and a half thousand dollars. Like that's a month salary for me, ish. Like I don't get paid. I get paid fortnightly, so it's not kind of even. But like, it's roughly it's roughly six and a half thousand dollars a month, and that's you know a little bit little just a touch more than what I would get in that same amount of time. Like it's not it's not a lot of money considering the amount of money that the the games earn. And I guess one of the important notes that she makes, I don't know if it was in the first video, but it was certainly one of them, where the franchise up to that point has made four uh, yeah four hundred and fifty million dollars or something something stupid like that so you know nearly a half a billion dollars and they they can only afford to give her four thousand dollars for this next one um at face value it seems kind of ridiculous um and i I can't help but think that there's something lost in translation along the way oh surely yeah especially is it a japanese based game yeah platinum yeah platinum japanese yeah well, there could be a lost translation there somewhere, but it just seems a bit weird after two games you get offered $4,000. just seems a bit weird, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand the whole thing. And, and the thing that, I guess, I don't want to... Like, I don't think Helen is lying or anything like that. Like, clearly that's the information she was presented, but I, I can't help but feel like there's the possibility that she misinterpreted it, only because... Of who they then reply, uh, sorry, hired to replace her. Jennifer Hale is the biggest female actress in video games. She's done uh, like Commander Shepard and heaps of yeah, other huge Mass roles. Um, that she would make her so much more money than what she'd get from Bayonetta three. Well, probably you could say any Bioware game from like Dragon Age Inquisition and back. She's probably been in. So I'm pretty yeah. sure she's been in Knights of the Old Republic. Pretty sure that's one. I would probably say she'd been in Dragon Age somewhere. What yeah, game? Just, I don't know. I'm bringing up her filmography now, and this is just since. Let's go with just since 20. Oh, just say 2015. She's been in Mortal Kombat 10 or X, Halo 5, Guardians. Uh, I'm just picking out some kind of notable things here. For Honor, she was in Overwatch. She was in Mortal Kombat 11. She was in because she's kind of. Oh no, it's a different role. Okay, go figure. She was in Avengers. She was in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. No, uh, no more Heroes 3. Bayonetta 3. Like there's a and obviously Bayonetta being the most recent one. She's been in The Last of Us, so obviously she was kind of re-featured in The Last of Us Part 1. Um, there's heaps and heaps of other titles going way back. Bioshock Infinite. I mean, this is kind of really going back to her straps. Bioshock she's Infinite. absolutely peaking. But yeah, Bioshock Infinite. Mass Effect, obviously, we've mentioned. She's in The Old Republic. She's in Uncharted. Um, though, admittedly, she's like a multiplayer announcer in Uncharted. But um, she's been in God of War games. Like, she's done... 
everything. And she yeah, again, she's like the biggest actress. And I think I think the current day, I think the the roles, the love is being spread a little bit between more people. Same with on the male on the male side, where it used to be just Nolan North and Troy Baker in everything. And eventually, that all starts saying the same. And I think that's where uh, what oh uh, Spider Man Miles Morales um, when Troy Baker really just sounded like Troy Baker, not not him playing a role like you just couldn't. Yeah, help he's just Troy, he's yeah. just he's that popular now. He just does it enough to just he just puts his own voice up on. Voices. It's just yeah, that's just like one of the big movie actors. They just don't even do anything with their voice. They just speak, and everyone goes, "Oh my god, he's so good at voice acting." All the voice actors there go, "You serious?" He's just that's his that's his voice. <laughs> um, I mean. But yeah, so like Jennifer Hale's as big as it gets on the the female voice acting side, and I just can't imagine her taking four thousand dollars all up or anything even remotely close to that. So I, the only thing, like, I just can't help but feel that like it was four thousand per, I don't know, session per month per something. Like, some, I I have to feel like some wires were crossed because surely, surely that can't be right. On the flip side. Um, Platinum Games is struggling at the moment. Babylon's Fall didn't uh, hasn't even lasted a year. That that got scrapped and killed. They are like very vocally reaching out to like publicly via um, social media, reaching out to Phil Spencer to try and save Scalebound to try and get Scalebound up and running again. So I think they're looking for some of that Microsoft money, not to be bought out, but just some of that Microsoft money. Like yeah, Bayonetta be... exists because of because of Nintendo. So oh I don't know. Like the, I think they're struggling, but I also don't feel like they're where, struggling where that all much. That, I said, where'd the four hundred and fifty million dollars go? Exactly. What? What? If, what like, yeah. And, and obviously, like four hundred fifty million, Nintendo would take a cut, for example. Yeah, like, no, C- Sega would have taken where's... a cut with the original. Nintendo would have taken a cut with Bayonetta two. But yeah, four hundred fifty million doesn't just disappear. They just spend their money on one horse. They just go bet it on one horse, and it lost. Well. Yeah, like, uh, and I've been writing a few pieces about um, Platinum in the last few days because they've kind of been, just prior to this news kind of emerging, they've been doing the, the media circuit for Bayonetta 3 and they've been asked about all the other games they've been working on. Like the last few games, mostly, have been, like they've had other publishers. So the other publishers are footing the bill, like Square Enix foot, footing the bill for, for Babylon's Fall, Square Enix footing the bill for Near Automata, Nintendo for Astral Chain and for, for Bayonetta. Like they've had companies doing the work for them so that 450 shouldn't just be disappearing because there's these other companies doing a lot of the, the lifting for them um even failures like babylon's fall they just wouldn't get their uh their royalties from square enix they just but get the whatever they got chain. paid to do the work yeah astral chain is another platinum one that makes no sense that was good no no they they do very good games the big i know the, but they do good the games weird, but it's just the weird, they've had a couple of failures but yeah the like weird, said, weird outlier is the babylon's fall where yeah. did the money go? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the what, what's happened. Like, if they are just completely losing the money and straight up couldn't afford to give her more than four thousand dollars, but even then, you would take a look and go, okay, we'll give you but four thousand dollars, but we'll promise you that when this game comes out, you will get X percent of the make that we uh, the amount that we make, and like it's probably like. You know, 0.5%, but when you make $450 million, 0.5% is a shit ton of money. Um, so, like, maybe there's that. I, I don't know. And if it turns out that it is just straight up $4,000, well, then that's that's a joke, and they're, in a, they're a complete and utter embarrassment. But 
But then how do they get Jennifer Hale then, if that's... Yeah, it's this weird it makes no sense. Where... It's, see, we need, like, an investigator to figure all this out. It's, someone needs to get, like, a, a, uh, a whiteboard or a corkboard and just start putting pictures putting up in lines and of ropes lines. and things and trying to figure it all out. The thing is, and to do that, the thing is, she said in one of the tweets, it was maybe the second or third one, where she actually got, like, she reached out to Hideki Kem- uh, Kamiya, who is the, the head of um, the franchise, he's, and, like, the vice president of the company. And he responded and kind of and said, look, we, we love your work, you're fantastic, we, you know, re- Bayon is kind of nothing without you in a lot of ways, and then here's $4,000. So, like, let's check that email again. Let's clarify, let's double-check the whole thing, let's clarify it, let's make sure it's all been translated properly. Get another translator and see what they say. Well, it could be that too. But And you'd like to know. think that she's done that at some point. It's like, hang on, $4,000, that can't be right. Can someone else have a look over this? Because I think she said it was like a friend that wrote up the email in the first place because she can't speak Japanese. Um, I don't know. The whole thing's, the whole thing's really weird. Um, do you have any other thoughts on that particular side of the side of the conversation? No, like I said, that you say when you start thinking out loud, some things it's starting not to make sense. Because why would you do the first two and then get offered? Well, supposedly offered four thousand dollars, and then say no, and then get Jennifer Hale in, which also makes no sense whatsoever. You'd love for but, Jennifer Hale, and she's probably she'd be under NDA, so she can't comment. say anything. Whereas, I mean, admittedly, so was Helena, but at the same time, she's like, who cares? What are you going to do? She, the way she's talking is like, she's got nothing without this. So um, I'm sure she'll be getting some jobs nice and soon now as a result too, because she's fantastic. She does an incredible job as Bayonetta. But um, yeah, it'd be nice to hear Jennifer Hale come out and go, yeah, I got $4,000 or no, I got more. Um, oh, she might that, not that be would, that. that would very clearly put a pin in the whole conversation. But will Platt... Good or bad. Platinum yeah, Games come yeah, out and games. say, and clear the air, or will they go into hiding and disappear for two weeks? Hopefully it all blows over, then reappear like nothing happened. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Um, I mean, in, like, it, yeah, the timing of it's really bad, because the game comes out in less than two weeks. So, uh, like, there's, there's a whole yeah. lot of hubbub about that game at the moment, so... I think there was previews recently. Um, we didn't put out a preview, but we can confirm that we we have the game. We have Sean working on the review at the moment, um, so you know, look forward to that one. And I would just say something that's in the game, but I'm not allowed to. Yeah, yeah, we can't. Yeah, we can't. We can't comment about about the game in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, like Sean's working on the review, so like the game, it's ready. It's done. It's it's out the door. Um, it'll be interesting to see Sean's thoughts because he hasn't played a Bayonetta before and now he's playing three and it's a new actress and all those sorts of things. Whether that has any bearing probably doesn't because he doesn't know any different. Um, you know, how much is it going to upset fans because it's not the same voice? I mean, probably upset more now that they know what's actually going on. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess it leads to a bigger question. Like, how... Not so. Let's ignore the finances and how she may or may not have been screwed around in this particular instance. How important are voice actors to to games today? Today, yeah. Oh, like today. I would very say important. very important because if it's not for the Especially voice AAA stuff, obviously, actors, just to be clear, we're not yeah, AAA stuff. If it's not for the voice actors, like some characters in the last ten years. Let's, for instance, Trevor Phillips. Yep. Handsome Jack. Mark Hamill as the Joker. 
even though he has done it in cartoons as well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you can also you. say, um, uh, Batman guys are Kevin oh, Conroy. Um, Kevin Conroy, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. And that's the thing with those two as well, because they weren't in Arkham Origins. No, you could sort no, of, you could also pick, you could also pick up because Troy Baker was trying to be a Joker, and he did and a pretty good job to his credit. He did, he did a good oh, job, actually, but he did he just, a very good job. But it, it just wasn't no Mark Hamill. It's just yeah, you know, you can tell. like you can tell. And we also go with God of War, the the current ones. Yep, boy, Crystal Jones, boy. Yeah. See, we would never got a no. Keep saying like you keep saying boy if it wasn't for his <laughs> his delivery um, of the word boy yeah but you can also say with metal gear Solid as well when that actor oh yeah david hayden was replaced by uh, was replaced by um, keith Sutherland, by Sutherland. jack bauer yeah or Sutherland. and people just knew straight <laughs> away it's like oh man it's not the same man so you can't have jack bauer being snake it's just not it's just not right it just doesn't yeah. sound right and like even set, separating the the difference like you know when you have someone change like when you get a good voice actor, and we, you know, we obviously like we touched on Noel North and Jennifer Hale and Troy Baker and all that before. Like when you get a good actor, it really adds to the experience. Like The Last of Us is not nearly as good as it is if you don't have Troy Baker and um. Ah, oh, damn it! Why am I just going black on a name? It's just. I was talking, uh, yeah, bad, I know. Bad, bad I know. timing for. Um, oh dear. But then you could also say the same as. Aloyd Tiny Ashley Tina, Johnson. who Ashley Johnson, sorry. Yeah, also sorry, say Ashley. the same as Aloyd Tiny Tina, who are yeah. both the same actress. Both the same actress. Both like the same when actress. you get a good one, it re- and also yeah, your Aloy and Tiny Tina is a perfect thing. Like they are poles apart, those two characters in terms of the way they're portrayed as well. As the and same it, person, and yeah, it just it really blows your mind because you go, "Holy shit, that's the same person!" And it just blows your mind because Tiny Tina is just like this small child, just just an absolute lunatic to Aloy, who's in, the, in Horizon Fit Bit West, I do laugh at like some guy talks up and this Aloy just goes, Yeah, whatever, shut up, get out of my way. Yeah. It's the greatest thing ever. I think, Oh, that's brilliant. You wouldn't have seen that 10 years ago because, Oh, no, you can't do that. Yeah, it but really shows just... the quality of what Ashley Birch can do in her in that case. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, I think, that, especially in the AAA space, they are unbelievably important and, it, and even more so in the indies lately. So, there's a, it's probably not live by the time. Oh yeah, go on before we jump across. I haven't played the full thing, but you can probably with the indies. Thomas was alone with yep. Steve Merchant as the narrator. If you yeah. didn't have Steve Merchant, it loses. Probably would have sure. been. Oh yeah, would have lost it. There was another one too. I, oh, I can't remember what Hell, it was. Even Stephen Fry and Little Big Planet is kind of the narrator for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, like exactly. That, that's super important. Now, obviously, he's got plenty of chops and was an incredible actor well before he threw his services at Little Big Planet like that was really just him going here sure whatever like I'll have some fun but just um, do whatever you want Steve he does, what does he deliver an absolute masterpiece, masterpiece. Um, time and time again so yeah there's um, like there's obviously those but like in, even in the indie space and yeah I don't think the video's up yet but it will be probably this week I've got a player two plays coming for Capes which is a an Aussie developed um title it wasn't unfortunately at pax but it was at steam next fest uh morgan jaffet who's uh, sorry plug for people but like the most recent guest on dev Dory, his game then also was there at um at the next fest and i tried it it's basically like a superhero game cross with like XCOM style stuff but because it's kind of superhero they have kind of little superhero style cutscenes, and like you see but you see the mouths moving and that sort of thing and no voice was coming out and i think it was just the state of where the game was at that particular point that they didn't have the vo done 
but like I, that was so distracting just having text boxes and kind of these these um like cut scenes or whatever that were you know really really well done looking fantastic and you know i think even if you, the character had your back to them they were kind of moving around you had these text box comic style text boxes popping up but then no sound from the act like it it really really stuck out straight away like it's becoming more and more important to have voice actors of any sort but you know especially obviously really good quality stuff in your games big or yeah, small but, yeah i think if you go back almost 10 20 years ago because if you play the new like the mafia the remastered defined edition whatever it is you compare that to when mafia was first made it's a big difference the voice acting massive difference because i was watching it on the youtube and i was looking at going my god that's horrible it's nothing against the person who was doing it 20 years ago that's, that's the time yeah Back then, it wasn't as important as it is now. Well, if you got in a gig in video games at the time, you're like, oh, yeah, sure, sweet, I'll take the money, no worries, and just phone it in. You stand also, there holding a bit of paper, just reading it out in front of a mic. But it's also as well, sort of back then, sort of voiceover in gaming wasn't as big back then. Usually you have yeah. something like Nuka Nuka, where it was just one-liners, and that was Water it. Water gum, like all that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah. But then it sort of started to get bigger. You got you had Conquer. And that's probably one of the first few things where voice acting slowly started to come in, sort of early 2000s, and then... You get a little bit on the PC, and then it was things like Uncharted and Gears when they rolled along. The hey, really there's started. another one. Halo Joe obviously had it, but, um, Yeah, yeah, Joe DiMaggio's, yeah, good point. Um, like, there's plenty... If and obviously, again, coming from a an acting background already, but like a you know, TV... But people wouldn't realise that he's Marcus Phoenix... Bender from Futurama. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, but it's, that's the same thing with Tiny Tina and Aloy. It's like he, it's completely two different make any sense. things. And even like he's in Adventure Time as well. Don't know much about Adventure Time, but he's a character yeah. in there as well. And it just throws you off because you go, "Hang on a second. But then you hear him talk as well. You go, "You sound nothing like none Marcus of these. Phoenix. None of these come together. It's ridiculous. It nothing. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, like it really like good quality stuff makes a big difference, especially on the AAA end. And I mean. And even, uh, you know, sometimes it's down, to, I think, to the budget of the developer in the first place. But, like, I'm playing the Direfield Chronicle at the moment, which is a Square Enix JRPG, or kind of strategy RPG anyway. And, I mean, there's, it happens a lot with kind of, I guess, Japanese or kind of games developed in Asian-based countries where they've got to translate. So they've got to, they, they'll have their local voice acting. They'll have their internet, like their English and Spanish and, you know, all their different... Like, you can kind of tell that they either half-ass it a bit or... You know, I actually I have to assume it's just half-assing it. Where they'll have the text, and it's like this long sentence or whatever that someone says, and it's there in the text box. And then you get it like this little two or three word thing that kind of leans down that path, but isn't really the comment that is clearly written on the screen. And it's frustrating. Like it's really frustrating because sometimes what they say doesn't really marry up with the text that's there. But there's kind of like record these. 20, 30 different kind of sentence starters that will just kind of stick in here where it kind of works. And it doesn't, especially when you kind of start translating these things, it, it often doesn't. Um, and it's really kind of frustrating. Uh, we're obviously getting close to the, we're getting very close to the subs versus dubs conversation for any anime stuff and we'll we'll just back away from that because we're definitely not experts in that sort of area. But um, like that's, I mean, but you know, I guess that argument though is still a valid one as well. Like there's lots of people that get frustrated about their, yeah, their Japanese... Um, develop games or whatever that have 
you know, certain standard of voice acting in Japanese that then people are unhappy with when it comes across and gets um, worked on by English voice actors. Or yeah, half the times where they translate to English, you just go, nah, it's kind of horrible. I'll go back to the Japanese language because it just sounds better. It yeah, has happened in previous games. You just go, your, your English makes no sense. It's just okay. You can go back like the Yakuza games like all the Yakuza games are just in Japanese I just deal with it yeah sort of thing it's just and it works because it just makes sense it just leans into me. that thing yeah. right yeah so I don't know like there's there's a lot of different layers to the whole thing but I think we both kind of agree voice actors are incredibly important and you should absolutely pay them what they're worth and so if uh, I don't know I don't think at this point because it's Jennifer Hale I don't think you can have a, a moment like Holy shit! We just—I just thought a, a really perfect example when someone half-asses it and fixing it. Remember uh, Dinklebot in Destiny? Remember how Peter Dinklage? You know that wizard came from the moon in the original Destiny. Yeah, yeah. Like he got completely replaced. They completely redid the VO with with Nolan North. Um, like Not in that Peter game. Dinklage because it was so badly done and so poorly received that they. They got Nolan North in, they recorded all the lines and then patched them all in over the top of Peter Dinklage and he no longer exists in that game. The only way you could ever experience it is if you play the game in 1.0 build, but because it's Destiny, a live service, you also can't do that. So Peter Dinklage is dead in Destiny. Oh dear. Poor Peter. And you probably thought if you were Bungie, that was a home run because he's like the biggest actor in the world. Well, At that point. Like one of the most notable actors in the world at that point. Um, For Game of Thrones. Yes, but they don't learn. Then they got Kevin Spacey in Call of Duty. Call of Duty. That, that was rubbish. And then they got Jon Snow for the next Call of Duty. And that was even worse. Because... Oh, see, I, hear, I, I heard that they, they did a pretty good job. It's just obviously the ham-fisted storytelling and bullshit around them. That... But that's the one I mean, because I think it was just the story side of things. It's just they seem to care more about getting a big-name actor than getting oh, yeah, yeah. a good actor sort of thing. And that's sort of oh, problem. Yeah, investing in the rest of the stuff that goes around it. Yeah, I'm with you. I was there for Cyberpunk because they pretty much made that role for old Keanu and it works. It he does a good does job work. and the stu- like the voice acting is all good. It's just the the rest of the game that was broken and apparently it's not anymore. So maybe one of these days I'll uh, play Look the game and put that statue. statue back over here. Maybe potentially where it deserves... Who knows where it deserves to be? We'll see. Looks like I've got a lot of time before Cyberpunk 2 comes out anyway. So we'll... Um, we'll there'll be a Witcher one. game before there'll be a Cyberpunk game. Three of them. They're making a three. trilogy of them. And they plan what, to do it in the next... Three games? They, they plan to do three it in the next six years, which will not happen. But anyway. I mean... Uh, I mean, it's nice of them to think, oh, we've got all these games, but you worked on one for eight years and you didn't even get that done properly. So They'll be lucky if they get ease up on the within six I'll years. I'll be surprised they get one out in six years. No, no, I'll back them in for that. But, um, yeah, anyway. But not three. Yeah. That's just three silly. Three ridiculous. Um... So that's, that's probably about it for that one. Again, um, yeah, I don't think they're probably going to scrub Jennifer Hale from it because she probably has done a fantastic job and I know we've got to respect that, I guess. But um, good luck, Helena Taylor. And maybe maybe we'll see you in... Because she's asking people to boycott the game. She's asking people to take the money that they would have spent on that and donate it for charity. Um, she's talking about she kind of talks about spin-offs so maybe there was a conversation about a spin-off at some point she doesn't want anything to do with that uh, I don't know I hope she lands on her feet um, and that because of all this there's lots of developers publishers whatever that kind of hit her up to use her in, in games because 
which he's kind of been screwed over. But um, I, I think the other thing is too. I was I'm kind of against the whole boycotting thing. Is is this is like exactly the same as with the whole Blizzard situation? Because yes, like for Blizzard's instance, management was terrible, but you're also hurting the developers because that's where they get their dollary doozy if it does well. This yeah, is sort of the same thing with Bayonetta, but it comes back to the question of what happened to all that money that they made. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm they looking didn't at buy her. Bitcoin, did they? No, they they brought film... silly NFTs, didn't they? That's what they did. Oh, NFTs. Um, I'm looking at her filmography at the moment. There's a few games she's worked on. Um, obviously, the Bayonetta one. She worked on a Valkyrie profile game. She was in Dragon Age Origins, Anarchy Reigns. Oh. Bayonetta Bloody Fate, Smash, obviously, as Bayonetta. Well, she, so she hasn't she... really done a lot outside of Bayonetta, but maybe this, I mean... So what did she do in Dra- what, what was she now? Dragon Age Origins? In Dragon Age, it says she was Ban Elphastana. Oh, she looks like she played several different roles. Oh, right. Sir Nancine, wise human female. Like, there's clearly, <laughs> there's clearly a few different... Why is you female? Some generic um, person. Is that, that, just, a, is that a Jeopardy be... answer or a question? Yeah, I don't know. Why is female character? So, yeah, hopefully she lands on her feet, hopefully, because she, she's talented. Hopefully someone picks her up. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see on that one. And I think that's probably where we'll end this episode. Any other thoughts at all? Well, yeah, no. Just um, treat your actors right. Treat your actors right. I mean, pay, you, can, you, can get, you, can get, you can get a half-assed one, but you got to get a half-assed job. So pay the premium to get the best, and she is fantastic, so pay her, damn it. Anyway. And, there's, and there's proof in that. I mean, yeah. $450 million dollars doesn't lie. Yeah, and also what happened to that $450 million? I don't know why no one's investigating that. Went into Babylon's fall and they fucked it. Um... So that uh, and scale scale bound, which Xbox fucked. But anyway, uh, that's where we'll wrap things up for this episode of Patched. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons are down below. Look out for more episodes of Patched, Play Two Plays, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. There's some awesome stuff on the channel, so please be sure to subscribe and go check it out. Visit the website player2.net.au for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series Patched, the Player Two Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au. You can get a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, higher tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, there's Twitter. Matto? Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for myself. The website is player2au. Uh, we're both available for voice acting gigs. If anyone wants it, we're fantastic. You can hear us as you long pay as you're willing to $4. just buy you pay our me voices. $4 if you want. You pay me $4. Or a happy meal. $4 or a happy meal. Cast us. We're good for Off. it. Or a box of 40 nuggets. I'll take whatever. One of these days, we'll get friendly with some local Australian indie team and they'll they'll get our voice in a game. It'll be the greatest moment of all time, but also yeah, we'll be, get paid by it with a Happy Meal and that's all we'll ever deserve. Yes, they'll put us in there, just two of us just commentating or just on a TV, just talking. And that is... And yeah, then we can show just, everybody, like, oh, just be patched being me. beamed in the background. It's not actually something like they just straight up stole, like, well, not even stole, but like or they just a part of one of like these it, it'd be like a Borderlands thing where they sort of just make a, a alternative version of patches or platched. We could call oh, it platched. platched. Welcome to platched. That, or that welcome to patch those perks. Oh, it could be a DIY show. We're getting some deep cuts now. Um, on that note, we'll wrap things up. Thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you next week.